0: Or listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Dustin Gold right here with the Dustin Gold Standard on TV slash Gold. It's a freaky world out there, folks. It is freaky, but it is very real, ladies and gentlemen. Trust me, you are not tripping on lsd ladies and gentlemen this is the reality this is the world that we live in our government is doing this stuff as we speak this is not an isolated incident like uh steven kinzer the journalist the foremost expert on mk ultra would have you believe ladies and gentlemen now let me just roll you back for a second before we move on to the next uh piece of information the next puzzle in this uh, the next puzzle piece in this uh, master puzzle that we are putting together i just want to roll you back this is an article from business insider from february 2014 just to reconnect us back to the nazis and lsd and then we'll move forward into the next piece of the psychedelic testing that's going on today it says right here how nazi scientists taught the cia to dose soviet spies with lsd Right. So as we're dosing our veterans, are our veterans Soviet spies? Maybe. I don't know, folks. Maybe. But I just like to keep bringing this back up so we don't lose you know, lose the context in which they're discussing this valuable information. So again, this is from February 2014. This says, from about 1948 to 1953, former Nazi scientists and CIA interrogators began to use LSD as an advanced interrogation technique, according to the new book Operation Paperclip by journalist Annie Jacobson. And I told you uh, about her in a past episode. It says the CIA saw LSD as a potential, quote, truth serum, end quote, according to an FOIA, Freedom of Information, documents obtained by Jacobson. But it turned out to be an active metaphor for Cold War paranoia. Here's part of the excerpt published in the Daily Beast. The plan for the Enhanced Interrogation Program was meant to be straightforward. Drug the spies, interrogate the spies, and give them amnesia to make them forget. Instead, the program produced questionable results and evolved into one of the most notorious CIA programs of the Cold War, MKUltra. So again, if you want to read Jacobson's book and Stephen Kinzer's book, what you're going to find is that A couple of pieces, and we reviewed it here. But again, we'll just we'll just put this back in context for you. Operation Paperclip. We brought fifteen hundred Nazi scientists uh, and engineers over the United States right after World War II ended, beginning in nineteen forty-seven. All right. At the same time, we were hiring former Nazis, former as they say. I mean, I I don't know what former means, but we were hiring Nazis uh, to act as spies. Uh, against the soviets so as soon as world war ii ended we kicked off the cold war with the soviets right so we hired these nazis over there meanwhile at the same time mk ultra launches headed up by sydney gottlieb in which we hired nazis and former japanese torturers to come over to the united states and train sydney gottlieb in how to torture mind control and kill people No, this is real, folks. I mean, this is based on the official... Government documents that the government released that allowed Kinzer and Jacobson, respectively, to write their books. Okay. So, what they did was the government released this. They at least want us to know this. This is the official narrative of what happened. Now, I don't have access to uh, dig a tunnel under Fort Detrick, although it's a mile down the street, and steal documents to prove anything different. There's only so much out there you can review. And so, we turned to the people that reviewed the documents. I believe that they create misdirection to make this stuff look like isolated incidents in history, but the information being provided uh, in regards to what our government did is accurate, or at least it's what they want us to believe. It's pretty barbaric. So I look at that stuff as true. I just look at these people as disinformation agents in that they try to deflect us from looking into the current programs that are going on today like DARPA's Brain Initiative like the Army Cyborg Soldier 2050, like these psychedelic programs going on at the VA. Okay, those are continuations of this stuff. So that's why I just want to read this to you. Let's continue. A total of 1,600 former Nazis were recruited in preparation for total war with the Soviet Union. Of the 21 scientists followed in the book, in Annie Jacobson's book, six of them stood trial at Nuremberg. In other words, these were some of the most maniacally brilliant, oh yeah, they were brilliant, maniacally, I'm sorry, an ad just popped up here, and I don't know how to get rid of it. Uh, well, anyway, it's maniacally uh, brilliant man that ended up uh, uh, working on the side of the United States government. It goes on to say, the work took place inside a clandestine facility in the American zone of occupied Germany called Camp King. The facility's chief medical doctor was Operation Paperclip's Dr. Walter Schreiber, the former Surgeon General of the Third Reich. When Dr. Schreiber was secretly brought to America to work for the U.S. Air Force in Texas, his position was filled with another paperclip asset, Dr. Kurt Blom, the former Deputy Surgeon General of the Third Reich and the man in charge of the Nazi program to weaponize bubonic plague alright folks so the point of this the reason why I'm saying this stuff to you we didn't touch on this in the past episodes is because we were employing these nazis that we were supposed to take out of power and the nazis programs are what led to what we're looking at going on now inside of the veterans administration the use of psychedelics and now vr headsets to mind bend people mind control people mind hack people our uh, veterans with ptsd right so this all stemmed from the nazis the bad guys the third reich that we were supposedly fighting and trying to take out of power and stop them from world domination yet we just absorbed we just consolidated we just monopolized all of this anti-human frankenstein technology Okay, let's continue. LSD was tested twice on suspected Soviet spies captured by the Nazis, as well as by army officer turned CIA scientist Frank Olson. Olson unknowingly dosed with the drug and then fell from a New York hotel room to his death in 1953. And I will eventually get into Wormwood. If you guys don't know what Wormwood is, we will talk about that here. Uh, it all ties into this as well. Okay, so it goes on to say all in all, a strange time in world history. Former Nazis became chief U.S. scientists. The CIA mistakenly believed that the Soviets might drug millions of Americans with LSD through the U.S. water system. And the world's most powerful spies were attempting to weaponize acid by dosing each other. And remember, we found out that Sidney Gottlieb, the head chemist in charge of mk Ultra, who was giving carte blanche to torture and murder people by the cia director at the time alan dulles supposedly dosed himself over 200 times while he was running torture and murder programs for the government and uh, it was more than twice that we tested lsd on soviet spies in fact we were running illegal torture chambers in in Europe and East Asia, headed up by Sidney Gottlieb throughout this time period. I just want to bring that back up because we, we have to fill these little blocks with stories about what we were doing, where these programs that we're seeing today came from, so that as you try to form this information, absorb this information and kind of form a narrative for yourself so you can teach this to other people, you are able to connect the two. Again, when you read about this and and then you hear what we're doing inside the Veterans Administration. Do you see a difference here? I mean, do you look at Dr. Fauci, although he's uh, from Brooklyn, and I'll smash you in the head with a piece of pastrami if you don't, uh, if you don't uh, get in my car because I'm science, right? I'm science. And so when you look at Dr. Fauci, does he sound any different than Dr. Sidney Gottlieb or Dr. Kurt Blom or Dr. Walter Schreiber? Remember, we partnered with the guy who was the advisor to the architect of the final solution. Oh, yeah, we hired that guy and partnered with him. I covered that a few episodes ago. All right, let's move on here. I need to show you some more what's going on today, right, as we keep going back in time and then pulling up what's going on today. We're over at Forbes.com, all right? This is an article from November 2021, so about a year ago. It says, psychedelic therapy is poised to create a revolution in mental health. Can VR accelerate it, all right? I told you, psychedelics and virtual reality are merging together. So what I showed you first was the article out of the new york times right after six decade hiatus experimental psychedelic therapy returns to the veterans administration that was from june of 2022 then i showed you the tech fed uh, fedtechmagazine.com article how the va is using vr therapy for veterans so we looked at psychedelics being used on the veterans in the VA. We looked at virtual reality being used on the veterans in the VA. And now we're going to get into the merger of psychedelic therapy and virtual reality, okay? This is the road we're going down because I'm gonna show you how this all ties together. And this all goes into the Brain Initiative, Cyborg Soldier, everything about tapping into the mind, controlling the mind, hacking humans, right? As Yuval Noah Harari would say, you are hackable animals, right? We have the equation to hack you. And now uh, the other day Maria sent me an article Maria Albanese co-host of the Thomas Paine podcast on Fridays that they're now using sort of um, these sensors on children in the classrooms in China to make sure they're paying attention and as you know, you've all know Harari said they'll be able to read your emotions. And so then we see rolled out in China at the same time. I covered this several episodes ago. This new bracelet they're making the bus drivers wear so they can read their emotions. But the vitals that they're pulling, the vital statistics they're pulling off those bus drivers to read their emotions, to decide if they're angry, they're upset, they're happy, they're confused, are the same exact vitals that they're pulling off our children. If, God forbid, you buy a smart sock, which is readily available on the market, and put it on your child, it reads the same exact vitals. And Yuval Noah Harari has talked about, how the state, how the government will be able to read people's emotions. And so you could be sitting in the audience watching, you know, Kim Jong-un speak or Joe Biden speak, and you might have a smile on your face, but you're actually very upset. And the dictators, the dystopian, tyrannical leaders will know exactly what you're thinking in real time. If you're a threat to the state, if you don't like what they're saying. And so all this technology connects, folks, it's all part of the same program it all grew out of paperclip out of mk ultra and now we're seeing it coming to fruition and we're going to see it come out of the VAs and be spread across the landscape. VR goggles are already readily available. They are getting close to legalizing psychedelics. And if you don't think that's all part of mass mind control, then you must be mind controlled, ladies and gentlemen, because it's all right there in front of your eyes. You don't have to see it through augmented reality or virtual reality because it's right here in reality ladies and gentlemen when we get back virtual reality and psychedelics how they go together i am dustin gold this is the dustin gold standard and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold you listening to the dustin gold standard on pain.tv join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.TV. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Payne.TV slash gold. I am Dustin Gold, and you are listening to the Dustin Gold Standard, ladies and gentlemen. This is the standard in exposing, dissecting, and analyzing technocratic transhumanism and the future ...of the Prison Planet Matrix we all face right here. All right, folks. Again, this is from Forbes.com. This is Psychedelic Therapy is Poised to Create a Revolution in Mental Health. Can Virtual Reality Accelerate it? Accelerate it. An article from November 2021. Let's get into this. Legal psychedelic medicine is poised to soon disrupt the multi-billion dollar mental health field. Oh, yes. Yes. Psychedelic medicine and mental health. How do they go together? Psychedelics creates mental health problems. (laughs) Yeah, but they're going to tell you it fixes them, ladies and gentlemen. It fixes them. It goes on to say treatments being trialed today in clinical settings using substances like psilocybin-containing mushrooms will soon offer legal alternatives to the more than 50% of patients receiving therapy for major depressive disorder, MDD, who do not respond to approved depression medicines well the psilocybin mushroom will just be added to the list of depression medicines folks you don't think that they are just picking mushrooms out in the woods and they're going to hand them to you this stuff is all genetically modified tweaked and uh, approved by the old state power ladies and gentlemen They are not just walking through the woods and picking mushrooms off of uh, deer turds. All right, goes on to say, as psychedelic substances meet with ever-decreasing resistance from the public, as psychedelic substances meet with ever-decreasing resistance from the public, meaning the propaganda, the brainwashing, the adoption campaigns are working, folks, are working. It says, evidenced by the growing number of U.S. cities passing decriminalization laws, the reality of adding psychedelic treatments to the mental health landscape is coming sharper. Into focus. Along with creating more opportunities of care for patients, the creation of new effective therapies will likely put pressure on healthcare providers to examine the upside of psychedelic therapies and how such treatments will inevitably affect their bottom line. Do you see that? Do You see that there, along with creating more opportunities of care for patients, the creation of new effective therapies will likely put pressure on healthcare providers, put pressure on them, folks, just like how they were pressured into handing out the old jab, right? They were pressured into that. And you could pressure them in many ways through their insurance provider, through their association memberships like American Medical Association, through government regulations, through laws, through a number of ways, ladies and gentlemen. And so it will put pressure on them to examine the upside of psychedelic therapies and how such treatments will inevitably affect their bottom line. So they will force them into it based on greed. Ladies and gentlemen, it says, while these therapies will not be a cure-all for everyone, Actually, it won't cure anything. Over the next three to five years, an expanding number of psychedelic treatments will produce alternatives for the many patients who find no relief from FDA-approved first-line therapeutics like selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. Now, but the FDA will approve the psychedelic treatments. Trust me on that. It goes on to say how these new systems will roll out is up for debate, but what is certain is the considerable amount of uh, clinician hours that will go into psychedelic therapies. Well, we already know they're rolling it out through the Veterans Administration, right? Through the government. So the FDA may not have approved it yet, but they're rolling it out to the veterans. Now, I have not done this. If you want to do this, some of you have mentioned it to me. Did President Trump's um, executive order on the right to try affect some of this stuff? As people are starting to realize, President Trump may have been uh, a Trojan horse in some form. Did that lead to some of this happening? Now, you notice in all the articles we read that have to do with the technology or with the science or with the healthcare benefits, they never, ever mention that this stuff grew out of MKUltra, which grew out of Paperclip, which grew out of Nazi Germany. Never once did they mention that. It goes on to say, since legalizing the use of psilocybin-containing magic mushrooms in 2020 through a ballot measure, Oregon is now in the process of creating an intricate statewide system for qualified caregivers to deliver psilocybin treatments in therapeutic settings. Okay, qualified caregivers means government puppets, all right? Sessions using psilocybin can last over six hours, which did not include vital therapy before and after treatments. Now, let me just ask you a question. Remember we learned about Sidney Gottlieb and how the CIA was setting up fake foundations and then funneling the LSD to universities, institutions, prisons, and uh, Veterans Administration and other places, hospitals included in that? And then we realized they were running experiments on people to do mind control and mind bending, mind hacking, and that it was later admitted to. And Stephen Kinzer wrote it in his book. Well, how do we know that's not what's happening right now? How do we know these aren't fake foundations? I don't believe they have to do that at this point. These are real foundations. This is coming out of the government itself. But if you don't think that this is MKUltra alive and well, I mean, you're crazy, folks. You're crazy. This is it. You're reading about it. If I told you that this was an article about MKUltra and I read it to you without ever telling you that it was about what's going on today, you would say, wow, this is crazy. But when I tell you this is going on today, some people will believe, well, I guess that's just an advancement in medicine. No, folks, this is MKUltra. Let's continue. MDMA-assisted therapy, that's uh, ecstasy, for severe post-traumatic stress disorder, which is very close to being an FDA-approved therapy, will likely require significant clinician involvement before, during, and after a session. Ketamine treatments, (laughs) currently the only psychedelic therapy that is federally legal in the United States, has hastened clinics opening up all over North America, providing some degree of relief for those roughly 50% of Americans with MDD who don't respond to current meds. Ketamine treatments. Oh my God, folks. I didn't even know that was a reality. I'll get into that at some point. Just last week, I, I mean, I actually took ketamine one time i uh had spinal meningitis when i was 16 i was so overly dehydrated they had to do a spinal tap and the doctor injected something into my IV. and the next thing you know i was in the dark inside of a scary roller coaster and when i woke up i had no idea where i was and uh, later the doctor told me it was ketamine insanity so they're dosing people with ketamine wow Goes on to say, just last week, health insurance giant Blue Cross Blue Shield announced eligibility of coverage for ketamine treatments, a major endorsement. Of such therapies. Yeah, they're rolling this out, folks. All of this relatively recent activity means a considerable bottleneck lies up ahead for clinicians administering psychedelic care at an affordable cost. You can bet that other healthcare payers, such as United Health Group and Anthem, are busily uh, crunching numbers and gaming out the more likely psychedelic therapies they will regard as eligible for coverage. All right, so again, you can sit here and say this stuff isn't real, folks, but this is reality. This is not virtual reality. This is actually rolling out. Well, then again, virtual reality is now reality. In fact, the next part of this article, Therapeutic Virtual Reality, is here. It is here, folks. While forward-thinking organizations such as the California Institute of Integral Studies, CIIS, and Fluence have been actively positioning ahead of the curve and educating and training mental health professionals to best treat patients in new psychedelic settings, demand in the near term will surely outpace what providers can deliver at least at an affordable price for most patients. Experts say the solution involves digital and telemedicine approaches to relieve the inevitability escalating caregiver caregiver burden and help build systems that can effectively scale up. All right, folks, as you can see here, this is not uh, grifting. This is not grifting. They are building this. It's here. They're rolling it out. There is no grift the technocratic transhumanist mind-hacking torturers are alive and well, and it appears to be that almost everyone involved in the so-called health system in the Rockefeller medical complex are in fact involved with this. Let's continue. Dr. Walter Greenleaf, renowned neuroscientist and medical technology developer working at Stanford University, believes that the number of current therapists equipped to deliver psychedelic therapies does not match future need oh we need more dr Sidney gottliebs do we greenleaf is the foremost authority in the field of digital medicine and medical virtual reality technology with over three decades of experience he is often referred to in silicon valley circles as the godfather of therapeutic vr folks let's write that down here walter greenleaf And let's check this guy out soon. Goes on to say, quote, to be effective and to be used safely, psychedelic-assisted therapies are reliant on proper engagement support and clinical supervision by trained clinicians. There are very few of those. Therefore, the only way to properly support the use of psychedelics in therapy is to leverage technology, end quote, Greenleaf said. You see where this is going, folks? They're already saying there's going to be large numbers of people, a large swath of folks out there that are going to be jacked up on MKUltra LSD. And so there aren't enough doctors to give it to them. So let's leverage technology so we can roll this out at a grand scale, folks. The world around you will be Woodstock, ladies and gentlemen. This is amazing, but you're seeing it. MKUltra is being expanded nationwide. Here we go. Let's continue. His point is well taken. Greenleaf's current research focus is on developing computer-supported clinical products with a specific emphasis on applying virtual reality and digital health technology to address difficult problems, including for use with therapies designed to treat PTSD, anxiety disorders, and depression, folks. They're going to roll this out to everyone because everyone is going to self-diagnose as being mentally ill. I'm telling you, I know people personally who claim they have PTSD, not veterans, PTSD from being yelled at by a kindergarten teacher. And they are able to jump on Zoom every year, say they have PTSD, and a doctor over Zoom will write them a prescription for their yearly government marijuana that they can pick up at a government pot shop and they can get it in the form of you know, buds of like marijuana. They can pr- buy pre-rolled joints. They can buy vape pens that, con- uh, that that contain the marijuana. They can buy gummies. They have it basically in the form of every type of candy you could imagine. You know, nerds and Mike and Ikes and candy bars and everything else that contain pot. You go into the store, it looks like Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. I'm not kidding, folks. They're gonna roll this stuff out. The psychedelics are coming. Let's continue with this when we get back. Absorb that for a minute. Try to understand it. You're seeing the rollout, the adoption of MKUltra nationwide. Ladies and gentlemen, Sidney Gottlieb was successful. And remember, he was trained by the Nazis and the Japanese torturers. And journalists like Stephen Kinzer will have you believe that the program was unsuccessful and it ended in the 1960s ladies and gentlemen i am dustin gold this is the dustin gold standard and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold you listening to the dustin gold standard on pain.tv join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold